Welcome to the second part of our episode from last week about idolatry in the Roman Catholic religion. Last week's episode, I included a video uh, made by Tilla from the School for Prophets, and there he presented well the history of paganism. He illustrated very well the, the prophecy of Daniel through the book of Daniel. It was very good. And we have learned from last week's episode that the mother and child image originated from Samaramis and, and her child. And now we all know that many Roman Catholic traditions find their origin in paganism, but none as obvious as the use of statues, the icons, the relics, and the, and the images in worship. Historians also reported that statues of the Egyptian goddess Isis with her child Horus were also renamed Mary and Jesus by the pagan Rome. Now, today, shrines of the Black Madonna and Child are, are the holiest shrines in Catholic Europe. It should not surprise us that some of the titles and honor given to Mary by the Vatican, such as Our Lady, the Eternal Virgin, and Madonna were the same titles attributed to Isis. Now, whether the idolatry is pagan or religious, the principle is the same. The worship and honor that is due to God alone is turned away from him and, and given to that which is not God. The first two commandments of God clearly forbid two things. First, is creating and and worshiping an image of the true God. And the second is worshiping anyone other than God. That's in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 to 5. In other words, our worship must be directed only to the true God and not through any object. Thus, to worship, to venerate, to kiss, to adore, to lift up, to pray to, to speak to, or make religious use of man-made images of God and saints is a sin of the most serious kind. God could not have made this any clearer when he commanded, you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Yet, the Roman Catholic Church has laid aside this commandment of God, teaching instead the traditions of man. We all knew, we all have learned that they deleted the second commandment of God in their catechism. This is a most deliberate and willful defiance of God's holy law. The one who refuses to listen to the law must know this. Proverbs 28.9 Even his prayer is an abomination. God has made it clear that those who continue in the sin of idolatry will not inherit his kingdom. It is very well said by Paul in Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 to 10. 
and their part, those idolaters, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That is according to Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. Our Almighty God is never to be worshipped using man-made images because it is impossible for images to capture or display His divine attributes. How could man ever create an image that displays God's transcendence, that displays His holiness, His majesty, Him being eternal, Him being sovereign, and His glory which fills the earth? To portray God in the form of an idol crafted by man reduces the Creator to the substance of creation. No wonder the infinitely glorious, all-powerful, and omnipresent God of heaven and earth hates being approached by worshippers who distort His character with flawed images crafted by mortal men. Jesus said in John 4.24 that God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. One does not have to formally deny the triune God in order to be an idolater. Reverence for the God of the Bible and the ungodly sin of idolatry are commonplace. The Israelites never renounced God when they fashioned a golden calf. Instead, they said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Then afterwards, Aaron. Aaron built an altar in front of the idol and proclaimed, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord, the Lord who is a consuming fire. And a jealous God did not let this wicked sin of idolatry go unpunished. God ordered those who helped create this golden calf and and those who did not repent to be put to death. And there are thousands, about 3,000 idolaters were slain. The cause of all idolatry is the corruption of man's heart and his need for some kind of a religion. The evidence of this is seen in the many false views of God and false ways of worship throughout the world. Ignorance of God, including a diminished understanding of his attributes and commands, characterize the religion of natural man. Man is eager to bring God down. To his level, which leads him to create an image of God that he can see, that he can feel, and he can touch. Man, according to Isaiah chapter 66, verse 2, man desires to worship in the flesh with all of his senses instead of with a humble and contrite spirit. Unbelievers who are blinded by their religion say, You must see to believe. Their eyes cannot see the glory of Christ because they are blinded by the prince of this world. They are blinded by Satan. The unbelieving Jews, not seeing Jesus' glory, mocked him. They mocked him. They said, let this Christ, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross so that we may see and believe. Earlier, Jesus had told them, unless you people see signs and wonders, you simply will not believe. Roman Catholic leaders also say you must see to believe. Sounds interesting. They teach this actually under catechism. 
They teach Catholics to have faith in visible things for the appropriation of spiritual power and blessings. Catholics see and worship their God in the Eucharist, believing it has the power to wipe away their sins. They see and eat the Eucharist, believing they have consumed the physical, the literal body and blood of Jesus. They see and confess to their priest, believing he has the power to forgive sins. They see and bow down to the statues, believing the saints who are represented will intercede for them. They see and feel rosary beads, believing their repetitious prayers to Mary will remit punishment for sin. These are just a few examples of how seeing signs and wonders is an undeniable part of the Catholic faith. Rather than worshipping by faith in things not seen, Catholics worship what they can see. They defend their practice by saying they are not worshipping Mary and the saints when they bow down and pray to them. They are merely venerating them. But according to Webster's Dictionary, veneration is a form of worship and reverence. This practice along with prayer is reserved for God alone. The Lord said you must first believe before you can see the glory of God. Genuine faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Jesus said in John 20, 29, Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Paul clearly states that in the, in the church of Corinth. Faith does not come from things that are seen, but from things that are not seen. Born-again Christians walk by faith and not by sight. This faith comes not from seeing something, but from hearing the word of God. Romans 10.17 The natural man cannot see because there is a veil that covers his heart and will remain until he turns to the Lord Jesus in faith. When God removes the veil, he can see Jesus in every book of the Bible. Now, what does the Lord say about those who make statues and idols? They are altogether stupid and foolish in their discipline of delusion. Their idol is wood. Every man is stupid, devoid of knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols, for his molten images are deceitful, and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of mockery. In the time of their punishment, they will perish. Jeremiah chapter 10 And in Isaiah chapter 45-20, God says, They have no knowledge. Those who carry about their wooden idol and pray to a God who cannot save. The Levites speaking for God in a loud voice proclaimed, Cursed is the man who makes an idol or a molten image, an abomination to the Lord. People who create and trust idols became like the idol they created, which cannot see, which cannot speak. They cannot see the glory of God nor hear His word. 
nor proclaim his gospel. What does, now what does the word of God command? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 7 Do not be idolaters. Flee from idolatry. Keep yourselves from idols. Now I pray Catholics will take these exhortations seriously and not participate in the sins of their church any longer. Even if, by the slimmest of chances, the Vatican were to remove all the objects of their idolatrous worship, it must still eradicate another form of idolatry. It is the idolatrous practice of making ordained priests mediators between men and God, which gives the priests an honor which the apostles flatly repudiate. Furthermore, it robs Jesus Christ of his unique office, our only high priest. Hopefully, you will be moved to share these important truths with Catholics in your circle of influence. You may be their only hope since most Catholics do not read the scriptures, nor do they have faithful ministers to instruct them. May God increase your love for him and your compassion for those blinded by religious deception. When the Lord Jesus Christ is clearly proclaimed, rightly known, genuinely believed, gloriously exalted, and truly loved, he will set captives free from religious bondage. <music>